This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 281 with Eddie Lauren. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsch here. Welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. And in today's show, we're going to look at how to invest in naturally occurring affordable housing. My guest in this episode is Eddie Lauren. During his 30-year career, Eddie Lauren has been responsible for the acquisition of more than $3.7 billion in office, industrial, and apartment community assets nationwide. Since 2001, he has successfully purchased and transformed more than $3 billion worth of multifamily real estate, acting as either a principal or advisor, amounting to more than 180 thriving communities with approximately 40,000 apartment units nationwide. Eddie Lauren also co-founded a 501c3 nonprofit HAPI Foundation, a 501c3 organization that brings education and sustainable health, nutrition, and fitness programs directly to the doorsteps of children and families living in multifamily apartment communities. Eddie's newest real estate venture, Impact Housing REIT, is on a mission to deliver good financial, social, environmental returns to investors while providing more affordable better quality housing, as well as HIPI-sponsored free health-related education, fitness, gardening, and nutrition programs to residents and families living in apartment communities. The fund is currently raising funds to purchase the first naturally occurring affordable housing apartment community in its portfolio, a high-rise in Silver Spring, Maryland. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. I'm publishing weekly and daily videos on YouTube. You can check out all of my videos at youtube.com forward slash cashflow ninja. Please subscribe to my channel to get updates when I post these videos. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic market and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you are an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You'll learn how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound 
investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Eddie, welcome to the show. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Of course. Yeah, I started uh, 30 years ago when I graduated UCLA and tried to get involved in commercial real estate or as um, office, tried retail, I tried industrial and um, even single tenant leases and it was a good journey. But the problem was that, you know, as time went on, the need for capital and institutional players and partners became so much more prevalent. TIs, leasing commissions. So I shifted away and felt that I had more bandwidth and more um, aptitude, more ability to make a difference in multifamily. So about 20 years ago, I started in the multifamily business. Over the term of my career in multifamily, I've done about 40,000 apartment units. I've always been a value-add player. I do JVs with institutional people, and I do also uh, some syndications on my own. Um, so it's been a natural progression. I try to give people value. That's all that people want. So investors need value as well as uh, and your tenants need value because they're not going to stay, pay and refer their friends if you don't give them something to earn the right to uh, be able to get their rent and, and give them a little bit of an increase to make your yields work. Gotcha. Now you had touched upon, uh, you could see that there's an opportunity for you to add a lot of value in the multifamily uh, space. Um, can you share a little bit more about your first deal and what was, you know, what was there some aha moment too, where you're saying like, man, I could really add a lot of value here and really create uh, not only value for obviously the tenants, but all the stakeholders um, in this transaction. And this is something that I could really uh, see myself doing uh, career-wise. I've always marveled at beautiful hotels. And I always thought, you know, I grew up very poor. Um, so I was always an aspirational guy. My father died when I was 10 months and my mother when I was 17. And I worked my way through college. And I'm proud to say that I was able to make it in this world. It's a pretty tough world to make it in. And I've always dreamed of beautiful hotels. And I said, you know what? There's a lot of people who grew up like me, who deserve the decency and respect of really nice things, but they can't afford them. So it's kind of like the fake Gucci bag kind of concept. If you can't buy a real one, you can buy a fake one. So right. I looked at multifamily communities that are distressed or tired, and I've always had a vision to transform them into thriving communities. So that's, to me, what was most exciting is taking ideas uh, from A amenities like A properties and beautiful uh, hotels and in instituting them into apartment communities. For instance, we want the sign, someone to look at our sign and say they only wish they could afford to live there and actually they can live there. Really nice paint schemes, outdoor fitness, state-of-the-art fitness center in stores, 
resort style pools, beautiful renovated units, a sense of community, a clubhouse that is inviting. And we also started a, a happy, which is a happy, a healthy apartment property initiative. And that's our nonprofit to give back. So what we do is we do health and wellness screening and pro- programming where people live. You know, a lot of people go and, you know, you've got to try to get a diet class or something like that at a YMCA or a church or a synagogue. It's kind of a pain. People are working sometimes two jobs. So it's really cool to be able to provide programming and things right where people live, right in the clubhouse. So we get start with the kids and do after school programming and then the adults follow. And, you know, we do health and wellness screening and bring in Walgreens or CVS. We do um, community gardens where people can uh, go out and actually grow their own food. And you can't believe the faces of people that have never seen, you know, they're in food deserts, some of these locations, because I'm more on the affordable side. And to give people that opportunity to grow and the kids' faces, it's tr- truly remarkable. No, no, absolutely. Now, you touched on something there, and there's an enormous housing crisis that's facing the U.S. working class, um, and that's something that, that, uh, that you've spoken about, too. Can you share a little bit more information on that and just exactly these challenges that people are facing for listeners? Maybe they're overseas, and they're not quite fam- as familiar with it as people are here in the United States. Well, as you know, there's a big gap between the wealthy and the working class, and it's growing bigger and bigger. So in the last 20 years, incomes have only gone up about 15%. Inflation adjusted and rents have more than doubled. So that's a recipe for homelessness, for people with one foot on a banana peel, uh, working two jobs just to try to make the ends meet. Now, if you make $12 an hour, the most you should pay is 30% of your annual income, and that's about $550 in rent. So you can see how someone has to work a second job just to pay the bills. So there's opportunities for you know, people who are, who are living in not slums, but really downtrodden areas, and we try to come in and, and breathe life into those communities and actually give people that decency and respect, and uh, that's what we've have prided ourselves on it. Yeah, you talk about an impact meets real estate investment strategy, and you guys have an investment opportunity that's one of the first of its kind uh, with an impact housing REIT. Can you elaborate a little bit on the investment strategy and then talk a little bit about uh, the impact housing uh, REIT? Maybe also explaining what a REIT is for some of the listeners that are not familiar. Okay, so first of all, a real estate investment trust is a REIT. It's an opportunity where people combine um, monies and oftentimes they can be private or public. In our instance, we're private and it's a pooling of assets and pooling of investments. And uh, that's the opportunity for people to get involved with institutional real estate, even though um, they're putting in as little as $1,000. What is impact investing? A lot of people may not know that term. Impact investing is a new category where people actually, instead of just getting a financial return, they want to make a difference in the world. So it's about doing well by doing good. There are three bottom lines in our investment strategy in impacthousingreek.com or impacthousing.com. And what we try to achieve is a triple bottom line. The first bottom line, of course, you need a return financially or nobody's going to invest. 
Second, we want an environmental return. It can come in the form of saving electricity, the carbon footprint, saving water, low flow toilets, fixing old plumbing, and making sure that not only it goes to the bottom line, again, to the first bottom line is financial return, you're saving the planet as well as you're saving expenses, which we all know you make money in real estate either by increasing rents or you can decrease expenses. It's all the same. The third uh, return is the most important, we feel, because that's how we help change the world, and that's the social return. So you got a financial return, a social return, an environmental return, and a social return. The social return comes from renting to people that only make 80% of the area median income. That's the definition of affordable housing. That's the workforce that you're talking about. Yeah. We need to make sure that the workforce has good, decent housing. So that's our mission. And we, we only rent to people who make 80% of area median income. We also do health and wellness programming, as we talked about. If you can affect people's lives where they live and help them eat better and have a healthier community, and you can create a sense of community and change their environment, then social isolation is often the biggest killer of people. And, you know, we've had a lot of societal issues here in America with these with these uh, people, these shooters going astray. I venture to say that if we create a sense of community and give people um, that sense of belonging, maybe they'll be less isolated and commit less crimes. And that truly is the social way we can get a bottom line and change, change the world. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does. Now, talk, talk a little bit, Eddie, about some of the markets that you guys are operating in. Is there specific markets uh, location-wise? And, uh, and if so, what, what are some of the things that you guys see in those markets that those are the markets that you want to be involved with? Well, you talked about it earlier. There's a housing crisis across the country. On the lower end, there's always opportunity because there's so much neglect that can be rehabbed and enhanced. So to me, um, there's never a good time to do a bad deal or a bad time to do a good deal. I'll give you another quote that is one of my famous ones, and that is, good deals are made, not found. So we have been across the country. I've been in 48 states in my career, and I have a network of brokers and management companies who bring us opportunities. And the opportunities come when I can see and understand the vision. So how can we transform an asset? How can we provide value? Uh, the latest property we're buying is in Maryland. It's a high rise. And uh, if people want to invest in impacthousing.com, they can get a really good piece of this. And that's an opportunity where an institutional seller has owned this property. They have really let it go. There's no pest control reports. They, uh, no, no pest control service. There's pest issues if you look online. There's um, interesting um, issues because there's water that's being leaking and they, we, so we're going to go in and put in low flow toilets and save some water. And the key to this particular deal is there's 48 townhomes that are owned separately from the high rise that we're buying. And what's interesting is there's one water main that goes directly into the property. So the current institutional seller is missing the boat and they're guessing on billing back those individual homeowners. We are going to separately meter and truly bill them for what they are supposed to be paying. So we expect savings there. We expect savings from uh, replacing all the incandescent hallways into really nice um, 
corridors with LED lights. And so the bottom line is going to be incredible in terms of the financial return as well as the social and, and environmental returns as well. So um, again, never a good time to do a bad deal. There are plenty of great deals across the country. You just have to have the vision and the expertise and the history and knowledge of what to do with one an asset that's really looking like the paint's chipping and there's just a lack of information. And what's funny about this property in Maryland is there's 96% leaves, even despite all the neglect. So that's when you wow. know it's a good deal. So if you can see juice and there's, you know, you're a 95 plus lease, that's a pretty good indication that's a good deal. You're listening to Ellie Lauren on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Eddie Lauren on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. Uh, now, from a strategic uh, point uh, in your acquisition phase, you had mentioned that you guys have used institutional money, but then it also seems that there's a, a healthy competition also for deals or properties. And in this case, you're taking over a property uh, that that was managed and, and owned by an institutional. Can you share a little bit about that ecosystem? Maybe this might have in, be in, of interest to, to some of the listeners, um, how that all those different players fit in and some of the roles uh, that they have within that ecosystem. Well, there's always an opportunity where institutions own real estate that's just a pain in their ass, if I could say that. Yeah, you can. And they don't they don't spend the time and effort on it. They they're they're more interested in beautiful, glossy brochures type quality. So a lot of these guys they've owned properties for 10, 20 years, and it's just a headache for them. And they don't want to deal with uh, these issues. So there's always an opportunity. Look, nobody belongs in the business unless you're doing something somebody else doesn't want to do. There's no easy free lunch. Right. We all have to work hard. So if there's no hair on a deal, so to speak, or there's no um, there's no juice or there's no nothing wrong, then what do they need you for? Any schmuck can buy the deal and knock you out of the ballpark. We have to do something different to add value. That's the key. You have to be willing to roll up your sleeves, take some risk, and use your common sense where a lot of people don't have it. And that's the bottom line. Right. Right. No, absolutely. Now, Eddie, you've mentioned a, quite a, n- a number of gems there of uh, quotes already, uh, which aligns and tells me a lot about your philosophy uh, when it comes to investing and, and finding good deals. Um, do you have a, and, and also you've mentioned about the vision, somebody has to show you the vision. Um, is there a, a specific checklist with other uh, moving parts that you draw from on your decision-making um, and some other other philosophical points and, and principles that you use 
in making decisions when you look at opportunities? Well, you, you want to keep, at least I want to keep everything affordable, but I also want to make money. So what I do is I always try to find the crappiest deal on a block or the most neglected. And if it's, like I said, if it's full, then you know you got a winner. But you got to see why something, and even if there's some vacancy, it could be that, you know, they're just an absentee owner or something like that. So I always try to look at what, where's the juice, where's the opportunity. You're not going to make money unless you do the work. Mm -hmm. So I'm willing to do the work. We just got to get a price commensurate with doing the work. So I always try to say, well, what is up the street? If there's, there's an A-class property and they've got a pool and we don't have a pool because we're, you know, 50 units, uh, how can we create an environment without a pool? Mm. So I'm going to say, how do we create common social areas? Not everybody needs a pool. Right. Let's put in a, a, a fitness center just to give people some value. They may never use it. But you have to find the angle. Maybe there's a basement that is not being used. Maybe there's storage opportunities. Um, outdoor fitness, if it's a larger property, has been a really cool thing that people like, you know, especially uh, if we put a shade cover on it. Right. Outdoor kitchens. Um, there are so many ways that if you could think about your lifestyle and you want to give people the dignity of living like a rich person, even if it's just an apartment. So that's the aspirational purchase I always try to achieve. And even maybe uh, pets too, right? Looking for something oh, for pets because we love Fluffy and Fido. That's right. Yeah, we have dog parks everywhere we can. I've even got to have a dog run and it's probably three feet wide by 10 feet long. And it's very important. And you can get pet rent. People are willing to pay pet rent because, you know, you get bigger deposits. So that's some other income you can get. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what are some, you've mentioned the deal in Maryland. What are some of the other projects that you guys are working on currently? We got a deal in Tucson we're chasing that has got eight, 9% cash and cash returns. So that's really exciting. Um, we've got a deal in Tampa we're chasing. Um, you know, we just, we're always chasing deals. There's a deal in Dallas we like. Um, you know, our, our, our target is to make sure we hit that 7% that we're projecting on the, on the REIT for our investors as a quarterly dividend. And then look to get, if we can, in the high to teens to 20 IRRs is what we target over a five-year period. That's gotcha. all. Now, for your typical investor, for folks that invest with you, yeah, what are some of the investors that, that you guys typically work with so that some of my listeners might know whether this would be a good fit for them to take a look at it? Well, all kinds of people. I am in the REIT, we have a minimum of $1,000. Anyone and everyone, regardless of income level or wealth, can invest. So this is the first time that the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, has allowed the opportunity for non-accredited, meaning non-wealthy investors, to come in with wealthy investors. So I have people who have invested 300000 and a 1000 yep. So it's a wide variety. That's the whole beauty of, of having a real estate investment trust. And the good news about REITs is it's ideal for your IRA. It's a structure that's um, really beneficial from a tax point of view, which is important. So, you know, oftentimes people forget about their IRA money and that money just sits there doing nothing. And the ultimate real estate investment is to take your IRA funds because it's illiquid and it's long-term. Right. 
things that you don't do with your REIT. I'm sorry, with your IRA. You, you don't have liquidity. You're not going to touch it because you'll have penalties. So you want to keep it in nice, good long-term investments. And so it's a great opportunity for people to invest in with their IRA funds. You touched on tax there a little bit. Um, and we obviously had uh, some recent changes in the tax code. What are uh, some of the benefits, if any, uh, that this new code um, has uh, that could benefit investors in, in the REITs? Well, accelerated depreciation is a very good thing. So now you can expense things quicker in the first year. So your returns will be tax, um, a lot more tax benefits in, in those, the first year, uh, the first five years. And then the other thing is that there's a lot of pass-through laws. So you can save about 20% on your, on your pass-through um, gain, gains offset because of the new laws. So they really promote... Uh, the LLCs and REITs and, and these structures for real estate. So real estate was the real winner, um, ironically. Uh, the real loser was, uh, if you want to talk to the other side, was was affordable housing. Uh, you know, the budget cuts are tremendous. People are very, very, you know, they have one foot on a banana peel, like I said. And it's really sad because, you know, the the, the income gap is growing and growing. And yet there's such demand, even in Los Angeles where I am, there's a half a million unit shortage of affordable housing to at-risk population. Think about that. 500,000 unit shortage. That's why the real estate business and apartments are such a great investment because there's such demand, but that's a sadness too. So, I mean, we've got billions of dollars going in to try to save the homeless. If we would just save the people and keep them working and, and, and keep them paying their bills so they don't have to become homeless, how ironic is that? Right. Right. It's all connected in one way or another, right? Absolutely. People don't think that way. They'll say, oh, we got a homeless problem. Let's go house them. Okay, well, we could have housed them a while ago. Right. Getting more vouchers. I mean, the Section 8 voucher is the greatest thing that ever was invented. You know, most people, I don't know if people realize this, a Section 8 voucher is gold. Nobody wants to lose that. If you don't pay your bills, if you don't react, if you are you know, you screw up on your uh, property or you beat up that asset, you'll never get that voucher again. And there are thousands on the waiting list. And you know what, that voucher is only the difference between market rent and what you can afford. So let's say if you can only afford 550 because you're making 11 bucks an hour and the rent's 1300, that voucher is the difference and it's keeping people from being homeless. Right. So I wish that our administration in this country would have, would spend more money on on vouchers than on bombs, but that's another story. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Eddie, uh, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and looking at things ahead and trends and adding new skill sets. What are you currently studying and uh, what are you looking at and what excites you right now? Affordable housing. Uh, really, I'm trying to figure out how to take other people, you know, foundation money, government money, private money and combine it to a structure that works and we can keep housing affordable. To me, you can build new with 500,000 a unit or you can buy at 200,000 a unit in major MSAs, of course, a lot cheaper in suburbs. But, yeah. um, you know, it seems logical to buy older crap and fix it up and deem it affordable than to build new. Seems like you can get more bang for your buck. So I'm studying tremendously 
the options of government, foundation, private, public partnerships. And so that's what excites me because I think we have a huge problem and we have to solve it. And, you know, there's, there's so many ways to do it. It's just people are just standing on the sidelines and they're not really anxious or stepping forward to get these creative solutions. So I'm finding it my mission to do so, I guess. Tell me crazy. Yeah. And, and then there's a, there's a ton of capital in foundations, as you just mentioned. Right. But they're, you know, ironically, they are the most conservative when they should be taking the most risk. So that's right. an indication to convince right. them to try to do things that are really outside of the box. And uh, believe it or not, it's a big challenge. It makes yeah. logical sense. A lot of these things make sense, but it's a slow go. You're right, right, right. Common sense is not so common sometimes, right? Right. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Give people value or they won't pay, stay, and refer their friends. Give people respect or they won't stay and give people dignity because everyone in this country deserves dignity, especially where they live. Value, respect, and dignity. Love that. Eddie, uh, where can my listeners learn more about you? Where can they get in touch with you about the opportunities that you have and, and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Uh, www.impacthousing.com is the best place. Perfect. Eddie, well, thank you so much for connecting. This, is, this has been great. Uh, and thank you for coming on the show and uh, sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing a ton of value for my listeners. My pleasure. Good luck to all. Thank God. you. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja. And thank you for all of your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you now can also participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments, Penumbra Solutions, at cashflowninja.com forward slash Life settlements. Blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies will not only disrupt money, but every industry on the planet. These new innovations and technologies will affect every area of our lives in the future. The cryptocurrency course teaches you everything you need to know about getting started and profiting with cryptocurrencies and also includes expert training from the top crypto experts in the world. You will learn about how to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies how to safely store your crypto, how to become a sound investor, even if you're just a beginner, and how to apply blockchain technology to your business. 
You can watch a free crypto masterclass and grab the crypto course at cashflowninja.com forward slash crypto course. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.